Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. We are in Motivation May, and thank you for joining, man. It's always nice at 9 o'clock every morning, Monday through Friday, to sync up with you guys and uh, and uh, just talk. Just talk about stuff that I think is, is vitally important as we kind of go through and grow through what we're doing here in business and in life. So welcome, everybody. If you're a loan originator, great to have you here. If you're a realtor like Jim Moore, who just joined, great to have you here, Jim. So let me talk about a couple of things here that I think are are super, super important. And I want to give you an illustration, right? So we'll go for about 15 minutes this morning. Here's a simple truth. The simple truth is you and I are our habits. It's that simple. Our life and our business is a reflection of our habits, good or bad. So the absolute idea and the opportunity of a lifetime is to have a rigorous examination of your habits. And sometimes that's a little bit vulnerable. It's a little bit transparent. You got to be a little bit honest with yourself. But at the end of the day, if our life and our business is a reflection of our habits, then it's always good to do a gut check on our habits. So behind habits is this single word discipline. Okay, the single word discipline. And most people don't at face value, I think, like, I love discipline. I embrace discipline. Discipline is my favorite word. I, discipline and me are BFFs. I, I don't know that that is the way that most human psyche is wired. I do think we all have discipline in areas. I also think we need more discipline in other areas. And that's one of the things I do in our Connect series is talk about how do you really have the motivation to do what you're supposed to do? Good morning, Trevor. Good to see you. And um, and so when we talk about discipline and we talk about you and I are our habits, discipline, in my mind, is the most powerful force of action that there is on your success or my success. And here's why. There's two reasons. The first reason why discipline is so important is because when you execute and you embrace and you use discipline, all the psychologists tell us you actually release happy juice. It's the endorphins. It's the dopamine. It's all the stuff that makes you feel good. So when you are disciplined, you feel better about yourself, right? And here's what we know. When you feel better about yourself, you do more important things. You do more of the things you know you should do. So one is why discipline? Well, because we're better human beings. We feel better about ourselves when we look in the mirror um, we're more confident, we're more committed, we're more excited. I mean, there's there's no downside, right, to feeling good about oneself. So that's number one. Number two, and our high-trust coaches understand this, um, and I would hope you do, but it's oftentimes missed. Second reason why discipline is so important is it produces what's called the flywheel effect. Okay, and this is, if you want a simple definition of the flywheel effect, um, use the word momentum. Great book out about, I don't know, 12 years ago or so. It was called Good to Great by Jim Collins. And, um, and he describes the flywheel effect. And so I'm just going to read an excerpt out of his book to you. Picture a huge, heavy flywheel, a massive metal disc mounted horizontally on an axle, about 30 feet in diameter, two feet thick, and weighing about 5,000 pounds. Now imagine that your task is to get the flywheel rotating on the axle as fast and as long as possible. Pushing with great effort, you get the flywheel to inch forward, moving almost 
unnoticeably at first. You keep pushing, and after two or three hours of persistent effort, you get the flywheel to complete one entire turn. You keep pushing, and the flywheel begins to move a bit faster, and with continued great effort, you move it around a second rotation. You keep pushing in a consistent direction with a consistent effort, three turns, four turns, five, six. <clears throat> the flywheel builds up speed, seven, eight. You keep pushing, nine, ten. It builds momentum, 11, 12, moving faster with each turn, 20, 30, 50, 100. And then at some point, breakthrough. At some point, breakthrough, the momentum of the thing kicks into your favor, hurling the flywheel forward, turn after turn, turn. And he uses the word whoosh, its own heavy weight working for you. You're pushing no harder than during the first rotation, but the flywheel goes faster and faster. Each turn of the flywheel builds upon work done earlier, compounding, keyword in habits, compounding your investment of effort. A thousand times faster, then 10,000, then 100,000, the huge disc flies forward with almost unstoppable momentum. So that is, that's the description. That is the description of, of the flywheel effect, right? And so when we look at discipline and we look at habits, we've got to ask ourselves, you know, what are the disciplines that we need and why are they important? So I'm going to go ahead and throw a quick slide deck up. And this is, um, in my mind, this is really what it's about. Success is nothing more than a few simple disciplines practiced every day, while failure is simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. It's pretty straightforward, right? It is the accumulative weight of our disciplines and our judgments that leads us to either fortune or failure. That's just beautiful. Jim Rohn, just one of the great American business philosophers, says it so straightforwardly. One of the, the, the rules that I have in, in my life and that we've done a lot of research on as a company is called the 95% rule. And it, and it sounds like, actually, it's called the 5% rule, but it starts off with this idea that 95% of the people go 95% of the way, and they end up getting about 5% of what's available to them. 5% of the people end up going 100% of the way and they end up getting about 95% of what is available to them. So there's a couple of thoughts here. One is taking things to completion. One is building routine around the things that matter most to get into a sorted, organized kind of rhythm is one of the best ways to be able to have discipline play its way out. And one of the things that I think is important to understand is that um, when you when you lack discipline, you end up, ancient scriptures say, despising yourself. Okay? And that's not a good thing. When you don't feel good about you, then you don't do anything good, right? But if you feel good about you because you have discipline, then good things happen. So one of the things that I think is important about understanding discipline is that discipline is a daily behavior, and even in some cases, maybe a minute-by-minute -minute behavior as you execute on a high-profit activity or something that generates deeper client relationships or money-making activities and things like that, but it most certainly is a daily behavior. 
And so one of the one of the things that I think is important is that when we start executing discipline, depending on how large this level of what we're trying to have discipline around implementing is, we got to be prepared that it doesn't happen overnight. That's that 5% rule, right? We got to be prepared that according to some of the, the psychologists that I've been studying, the biggest habits which require the most discipline can take upwards of a couple hundred days before it becomes automatic. And so if we're looking at discipline and we're looking at it as a, a trait that ultimately is something that's automatic, you've got to understand that the longer you go to getting whatever it is implemented, the less competition you'll have because of the 95%, 5% rule, and the further you will get, which means you'll have more of that flywheel effect. So I'll talk to you about one of our one of our our, our uh, client members right now that's in our elite program. His name is Wally, and um, you may know Wally Elabieri. He's from Texas, and uh, and he and I've been coaching together for probably um, on and off maybe a decade or so. Wally started doing something about three years ago, three years ago, and he started doing daily annual client reviews. We talked briefly about reviews and questions last week. But Wally started doing it three years ago and started creating the discipline around every single day in his practice as a mortgage professional, he would have scheduled annual client reviews. And those began as a new discipline. Um, he was not doing them every day because it was a new discipline. He understood the 5% rule, which is a new idea for most. And he kept doing it, kept trusting it, kept doing it, kept trusting it, modify, kept doing it, kept trusting it, kept doing it, kept trusting it, and, and, and really began to see some traction. And so then as day by day, month by month, quarter by quarter went on, he continued to do it to the point where there was a daily discipline in the business Monday through Friday, 4.3 weeks a month to have five annual client reviews that day, meaning at some point a year earlier, that person or that couple or that borrower and co-borrower had closed a loan. And now when you think about it, you start to think, okay, I, I could do that, right? I could start to create a frame of reference that I am not here to be one and done. I did a huge, huge webinar last week with about 2,000 people in Canada. Gary Morris is the CEO of Dominion Lending Centers. And on our broadcast, he asked me, he said, um, how important and valuable is a database? And I said, I said, I have two answers. Answer number one, it's extremely important. Answer number two, it's only valuable if you're using it and doing something with it. So a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with Wally and he said, you would not believe my schedule. Now, part of that is part of that is accelerated because of the interest rate market we're in. But a big part of it is because he has been executing this discipline day in and day out for years. So when we look at uh, what does that look like? Um, he sent me last week. He said, um, let me show you what my schedule looks like today. And you can see in the very morning that he's got a review list and then he's got a Wally and Troy huddle and then he's got a pipeline morning meeting. And then you can see as he kind of rolls through this mortgage consultation, 
high trust leadership, high trust leadership, high trust leadership, you know, joint ventures. He's got everything scheduled for the day, just back to back to back to back to back. The appointments you have today are not a function of what you do or don't do today. The appointments you have today are a function of what you've done days before, days before, days before. And if you have 200 days lined up of activity that is high profit and and dollar productive, then you end up having a calendar that is full. So this was my today, which was Friday. This is his calendar today. And you can see here at nine o'clock annual mortgage review, 9.30 annual mortgage review, 10 o'clock pipeline review. He's got a high trust meeting, initial mortgage consultation, annual mortgage review, annual mortgage review, couple other things here, another annual mortgage review, and that's just today. So he's got, let's count it up, one, two, three, four, five reviews today. And then tomorrow, he's got one, two, three, four. And, and this, is, this is the calendar of a mortgage professional. This is a calendar of what it looks like to really be disciplined and oriented around something that produces predictability in your results. I am a firm believer and our data tells us that the biggest regret most realtors and lenders have is they have not exercised and activated their database the right way. They're not in touch with their database. So here's a shocking thought, right? If you want your clients for life, you have to talk to them during their life. We had Jim Moore on uh, tomorrow will be a week ago and Jim's a high performance real estate agent. And Jim went from a monstrous database all the way down to a small uh, kind of a key client database, and he is doing more volume profitably, less hours spent on the job by understanding discipline. So what discipline is, is what are we going to do today so that in a month or two or three, our calendars are still full? And when you look at discipline right now, and when we're in the middle of COVID, what should you be doing? Who should you be calling? You know, if, if the pipelines are still big, great, you got to manage them. But what should you be doing? And I think at the end of the day, this, this idea of discipline is you don't need a lot of them. Um, in, in business management, you know, if you're a salesperson, you probably need three or four disciplines that are practiced regularly, right? And if you're in leadership, it's probably the same, maybe four or five disciplines. You know, as a company, we, 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 we do four things and we're doing those four things as deeply and as best as we can do those things. So the word for the day is discipline. It's a great way to start off your May 11th week. And, um, I appreciate you guys coming on for coffee with Todd. Let me just give you a, uh, Here's tomorrow. We are being joined by Marty Press. And what's going to make tomorrow really exciting is that Marty is Jim Moore's high trust mortgage professional. And Marty has been following the high trust system for years. And he's one of the top practitioners of this. Um, you're not going to want to miss tomorrow. If you're a lender, you need to forward this to all of your realtors. If you're a realtor, you need to ask your lender to join tomorrow, Coffee with Todd. We are going to have a dynamic conversation about how do you build the, the kind of partnerships where you get nearly 100% penetration, 100% conversion, 100% extraction. How do we do that? And Marty and I are going to touch on the future of the borrower experience. And so you're not going to, not going to want to miss that. 
So 15 minutes, discipline matters. We are our habits. Go at it today. Attack. Make sure that you add value and check back in tomorrow, nine o'clock, same channel, same time. Marty Preston and I are going to go for a half hour. Block your calendars. We'll see you tomorrow.